This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning television program. In my conference room here at World Ministries International, live audience, uh, our staff, And I want to speak tonight on learn to forgive or peace depends on forgiveness. Peace depends on forgiveness. People wonder why they are miserable. They wonder why they're filled with fear and anxiety. People wonder why they are tormented or why their mind cannot concentrate. Christians wonder why they are constantly on edge, or they lose their temper so easily. A huge question Christians have is, quote, why are not my prayers answered, unquote? Could it be that there is not enough of God's love in your life? Without enough of God's love in a Christian's life, they cannot forgive. If they cannot forgive, their prayers cannot be answered. Peace depends on forgiveness. Now Mark eleven twenty four through 25, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, Believe that you receive them, and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Mark eleven twenty four through 25. Once again, this is a live audience. You might even hear the birds in the background since somebody didn't shut the door. Parakeets are squawking. But peace depends on forgiveness. If we want to have peace, we must learn to forgive. If we want peace, we must concentrate on what we're supposed to do, especially in the Word of God. What are we supposed to do? At your place of employment, if you screw up, you're not going to have peace. You're going to get scolded. You're going to be reprimanded. Yet the Bible says to be excellent in all you do. In other words, you're supposed to do your best. You're not supposed to be late. 
You're supposed to be on time. In fact, you're supposed to be early. Can we do things with excellence? If you do with excellence, you have peace. If you do with excellence, you get promoted. If you, if you don't do it enough, you get fired. And you can blame yourself. Don't blame God. And you weren't persecuted. Again, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them. And you will have them. Believe, adhere, rely, trust, and obey. And whether you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. That your heavenly Father will also forgive you your trespasses. So let's break it down. Let's unravel the scripture here. The faith of verse 24 must be coupled with the love of verse 25 in order to see results in our prayers. We may have grown up in an unforgiving atmosphere and find it difficult to forgive when we're wronged by people or circumstances. We may have learned to hold grudges for long periods of time, but this attitude will definitely impede the flow of power in our lives. Now, you can blame your parents all you want, but the Bible says when you reach an age of accountability, you can apply the word of God, so just blame yourself. Get past your parents and get past a pity party. Apply the word of God or be destroyed with your own thoughts and emotions. Because Satan wants to destroy you. If you quote what he says, he'll certainly destroy you. We're supposed to think on good things. We're supposed to say the very best, including the best about ourselves. If you want to say I'm dumb, Satan loves that. He'll tell you you're dumb too. And keep saying it long enough and you'll destroy yourself. Building a strong life of faith must be accompanied with a strong life of love as well. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision or uncircumcision avails anything. But faith works through love, Galatians 5 and 6. That's 5, verse 6. Faith working through love. Through love. This is what I don't understand, people calling themselves Christian but holding grudges. And then you're, you're wondering why your prayers aren't answered? To me, it's a no-brainer. No one and one are supposed to be two, not three or four. But all through the scriptures, people cherry-pick. They want to hold on one set of verses, and they, they leave out the whole Bible. You've got to understand everything. Or your one verse doesn't mean a hill of beans. Apostle John also, what is he known by? The apostle of love. He wrote the following to his disciples, teaching them that faith and love work together for results. Faith and love work together. 1 John 3, 22 through 23. Whatever we ask, if we receive from him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Whatever we ask, we receive because we keep his commandments. Okay, that alone tells you something. If you don't keep his commandments, why are you complaining that your prayers aren't answered? It makes no sense to me. You don't keep his commandments, but then you want your prayers answered. Well, I'll tell you what, it's not going to happen. 
it's not going to happen. Keep his commandments for your, your prayers to be answered. Do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of Jesus Christ and love one another. As he gave us commandment. That's 1 John 3, 22 through 23. You know, I, I, years ago, years ago, it seems like an eternity ago, I was in the United States Air Force. Well, I remember boot camp. And I remember people getting washed out. And I remember them cussing and cursing and, oh, the, 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 the sergeant. Well, it wasn't the sergeant. You were a screw-up. You couldn't follow orders. You couldn't keep his commandment. You didn't know how to be disciplined. But now it's the sergeant that caused your problems. You caused your own problems. If you did your job, you got promoted. I got promoted as fast as you could. In fact, I've done it in every job. Why? Because I keep the commandments. I keep the policies. I do what I'm supposed to do. That's why. It's the same thing with Jesus Christ. You want to be promoted in the kingdom of God? It's easy. Keep his commandments. You want your prayers answered? It's easy. Keep his commandments. You want peace of mind? Keep his commandments. So in other words, we're supposed to trust in him, not let our mind go crazy on us so we're a mental bas basket case. We're supposed to keep his commandments. Take hold of every thought, every imagination. I've gone into nations of flat-out genocide, which nobody in this room has, I know. Uh, very few on television. Yet people around me were going crazy. A lot of missionaries had fled for their lives. We bought their furniture, literally pennies on the dollar. Got whole households of furniture for hardly nothing. They just wanted to get out. Kampala, Uganda. It didn't mean kill 500,000 people. Gunshots were all over Kampala. I slept like a baby. They came into the room. Pastor Hansen, can't you hear the guns? I said, yeah, but nothing can touch me unless God allows it. Let me go back to, and I went back to sleep. Can we trust in God? For every little thing, we're worried about it. You know, it's easy to say I trust in God. It's another thing to trust in God. You following me? It's an, I surrender all. It's another thing to surrender all. And not just talk. We should not let every little thing get under our skin and we react. It should not happen. The Bible says it's a lack of love, meaning it's a lack of trusting in God. It is not possible to have confidence, faith in God, when we are holding people in unforgiveness in our hearts. It's not possible. So you have a, if you have a problem with peace of mind, you've also has a problem with unforgiveness. Somewhere along the line, you've got anger issues. We must release people from what they owe us, even as God released us from the debt we owed him because of our sin. You say, well, they don't deserve it. Well, neither do you. So now if you want to hold them accountable, God's going to hold you accountable. Who do you think is going to lose in the end? You're going to lose, even right now, with your peace of mind. Not yet, maybe, with your eternal life. Then who are you going to blame? Well, God's going to blame you. That's why he's going to, it's going to be very easy to separate you from him. You've got a lifetime to change your ways. A lifetime. That's grace. But if we don't, there is eternity that you'll regret. Ephesians 4, 32 through 52. 
Ephesians 4, 32 through 5, 2. That's Ephesians 5, 2. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, even as God in Christ forgave you. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and given us himself for us. He gave himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. That was Ephesians 5, 43, or Ephesians 4, 32 through Ephesians 5, 2. Ephesians 4, 32 through Ephesians 5, 2. Sweet aroma, you know, meaning we're supposed to, when we're done with this journey, be a sweet aroma. It's just like a, a, a cook. By the end, before that meal is done, it should smell sweet. It should smell delicious. You should be very anxious to get your teeth into it if the cook is good. Well, the Lord is the cook and he's very good. So if we do our job, he has a sweet aroma. What's our job? Just to keep his commandments, just to follow him, just to agree with him, just to trust in him. As our relationship is with him daily, if we really love him, it's easy to keep his commandments. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath, okay? I remind myself and I never go to bed angry at my wife. Why? Because I keep his commandments. It's dangerous to go to bed angry at your wife. Not only because when you're sleeping, she might pour water on you. No, not really. But the, the Bible says your prayers won't be answered. Okay, I want my prayers answered. I also know the dangers of letting the sun go down on your wrath. Satan has a foothold to cause you marriage problems. I don't want marriage problems. So I make sure that everything is settled before I go to bed. Then I tickle her and give her a good kiss. <laughs> I think that's good. Amen? Amen? Take care of it. If you have to say sorry, say sorry. Good kiss. Sure, then you have a good sleep. Now, if she can't give you a good kiss, then she better repent. I, be, I, I know a couple in my ministry that every time they pray for a meal, they kiss each other. Well, I think that's pretty sweet, too. Good food. Good lips. Healthy marriage. These are good things. These are good things. We could have, you could, you know, I, I've ne I have never seen it before or since, but they kiss each other after they pray for the food. But I like it. Frankly, I like it. Uh, I really like it. If every husband and wife did that, my goodness, that's better than just at night. I mean, they would be always in a good relationship, right? You can't kiss somebody and be mad, can you? I guess you could, but you might get your tongue bit. But uh, it has been, again, stated, where there is no forgiveness, there is no love. How's that? Where there has been no forgiveness, there is no love. Well, that's the truth. If there's no forgiveness, there's no love. If you fail to forgive somebody, don't tell me you love God because my Bible says, the Bible says, not me, you're a liar. That's what the Bible says. And God is the Bible. 
You say you love me, but you won't forgive. You are a liar. Argue with God, don't argue with me. God said it. That means you're deceiving yourself because you have a problem with God, because God is love. You have a problem with the fullness of God. You want God on your terms, and God's not your puppet. See, people want to make their own little God. Oh, that's not my Jesus. There's only one Jesus. Either you conform to the word of God, or he's not your Jesus. Well, you're the devil, so you make your own little Jesus, so you can serve yourself. I mean, that's all it is. Either you conform to the word of God, but you can't make your own Jesus unless you're the devil. And if you're the devil, you live in total self-deception and be eternally damned. So if you want to make your own little Jesus, that's very arrogant. You're saying God's word isn't good enough and you're going to change it. Very arrogant. As born-again believers in Jesus Christ, we have been made partakers of the divine nature. And God is love. This means that our new nature, which is made in God's image, is love. Our new nature is supposed to be love. Romans 5, 5. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Now hope does not disappoint. See, God never disappoints. You're disappointed in God's ways sometimes because you're a little arrogant. But God himself does not disappoint. Frankly, he is dis disappointed in all of us, probably a lot. But he keeps forgiving. It's called grace. The new nature in us will prompt us to forgive others first. It prompts you to forgive. Sometimes you say, you know, I, I, I know I should go and forgive. I, should, I know I should go and say sorry. But you just can't get yourself to do it. You know why? Because you're too proud. It's the old nature, your pride, stopping you. It is the old man in our flesh that wants to get revenge or withhold forgiveness. Well, I just want to make them squirm a little bit unhappy, make them, you know, give them a bad afternoon or day. Well, I tell you, I think I'll move on and not say any more adjectives. But that is quite petty, quite petty. Apostle Paul told us to put off the old man and put on the new. He gave us practical instructions on how to do this when writing to the Colossians. Colossians 3, 12 through 17. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies. Okay, if you're the elect of God, it says put on, in other words, this is action. It's saying do it. Faith is not going by emotions. By emotions, you might not feel like doing it. This is, I mean, faith does not, yeah, it doesn't go by emotions. Your emotions might say, I don't want to do it. But you're supposed to take action and do it anyway. Put on tender mercies. Right? Put on tender mercies. Every man watching this, now look at me right now. You want your wife to kiss you, don't you? Whether she likes it or not. Just kiss your husband. Put on tender mercies. Come on. You want a good marriage? Same thing with, with a wife. She wants a kiss. She doesn't want some hard case, some juvenile. 
She wants a man that will kiss her. Whether he wants to wallow in his petty little self, she wants a man that is mature. So just overcome your pettiness, rise up, go beyond your emotions, and kiss her. She deserves it. Basically, that's what it's saying. Go beyond yourself and do the right thing. Quit making people suffer because you are so petty, so carnal. The old man, even though you say, I'm a Christian, you know why divorce happens? Because you got two petty people too much in the old flesh and can't move beyond. Somebody has to be more mature or you'll get a divorce. If you got both of them at the same level, you will get a divorce. Somebody's got to be more mature and keep reaching out. Because two petty people, you'll break each other's horns off. You bulls and goats will fight and you'll gore each other. There's got to be somebody more mature to reach out and bring peace, bring love, forgiveness, go the extra mile. That's what love does. And the more mature one has more of the love of God, no matter what the other one thinks. You know, there's a saying called, action speaks louder than words. Can you do the right thing? So holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another. See, all of these things a proud person has hard to do. Forgiving one another. If anyone has complained against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must do the same. If you have a complaint, forgive anyway. But above all things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, love. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts in which also you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him, Colossians 3, 17, 12 through 17. Verse 17 was the finale. And whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God, the Father through him. So everything we do in this Christ, this, this world is through Jesus Christ. Everything we do is because of Jesus Christ. Everything. We go to the nations because of Jesus Christ. We love the unlovely because of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ forgave the sinner and the thief right on the cross because of God's love, because God is love. So everything we do in this life is because of Jesus Christ. In other words, it's because of love. And if we do things because of love, we have peace. Our prayers are answered. But if you don't, it's not hard to understand why you're a basket case. Because you really don't know how to love as Christ loved. So you're harboring unforgiveness. You're not keeping his commandments. And those very commandments you're not keeping are tormenting you. There is the law of sowing and reaping. And you can't get away from it. Sowing and reaping. Planting seed. You want to harvest? Plant. You want a good harvest? Till. Yank out the weeds. If you don't want to obey the word of God, then don't expect to have peace of mind. Don't expect your prayers answered. You can expect 
a lot of problems. But the problems are you. E.W. Kenyon said, K-E-N-Y-O-N, not Kenya, a step out of love is a step into sin. Did you hear that? A step out of love is a step into sin. Unforgiveness is definitely a sin that grieves the Spirit of God within us. Forgive quickly, remain in close fellowship with God where strong faith is the normal life. Close fellowship with God, what's the normal life? If you're in close fellowship, strong faith. You have strong faith when you're intimate with God, when you're daily refreshed, when you're constantly baptized. You have strong faith. Nobody can tear it away from you. A person that forgives truly forgives quickly has peace of mind if they have faith in God. They have peace with their fellow man. They're, they live knowing and experiencing their prayers being answered as they trust in God and forgive others their sins so God forgives and blesses them. A person that forgives, truly forgives, quickly has peace of mind. If you cannot forgive, you will never have peace of mind. And you've got to forgive yourself. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.